0: Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the orchid of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come see what we've got. Our next show is... good morning good afternoon and good evening everybody welcome back to another edition of choose positive living i'm your host sarah Troy. and my guest today is Gillian megan walters she was here a week or two ago with her son a really unique young man king zoom the vegan kid he's a vegan activist at the grand age of 13 and mom was so inspired by his activism and his love of animals that she's done a couple of beautiful books Um, Illustrated them and written the story about his story of activism and it's really quite exquisite. Oh, the art is gorgeous. So we're going to be talking today about her art, about what stimulated her to write these books and the pride that she takes in what her son is doing and the message that he has behind it. But who is Gillian? Well, Gillian is a registered clinical counselor with a master's arts degree in counseling psychology. She's a member of the British Columbia Association, clinical counselors, and the American Dance Therapy Association. She works with women, children and diverse populations in residential addiction treatment, psychiatric settings, elementary schools and private practice. So she's coming at things from a very different point of view with her art and with with the storytelling that she does. It has a message, it's here for a reason, but it's here to leave us with something because art is so therapeutic. It is something that speaks to us on all different levels. It is an incredible healer, but it's also a wonderful way to express oneself, but sometimes words don't cut it. So welcome to the show, Gillian.
1: Thank you, and thank you for such a wonderful introduction.
0: (laughs) Now, we had this beauty on last time. We've got to know who's your handsome dude with you there. This is Paisley. (laughs) He's so gorgeous, he really is. Stole the show last time. (laughs) We're quite happy to have him in there because of course these books are all about um, animals, animal rights, the fact that we shouldn't eat them. They have a soul, they have a heart, they have a spirit, they're here, they're life. And so they're not here as a consumption. And so this was what was the driving force behind it. The veganism and the driving force behind the books that you're doing here. And of course, that little creature there right now is definitely one of those driving forces, isn't it?
1: Exactly, and I was just thinking, she's so healing. Like I'm not, the more I stroke her, the less nervous I become. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, wonderful animals level. are very healing as well as art. <laughs>
0: yes, and of course the art is behind you, which is you coming out of the lotus, is the one picture that we're seeing, the other one that you um, did of walking zoo. And what inspired you to take the journey of art and psychology?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about how how to present that today. I really have to go way back um, in my early years as a child. I art and dance is was my my just my natural way of being. And the older I got, the more. Um, messages I got from like family and culture where that was not maybe not appropriate at certain times or messages like well you can't you know you can't survive as an artist you know just different messages you get. so I kind of started to hide that and what happened in my teens is I felt that I couldn't be myself and so um, I turned to alcohol and drugs at an early age and luckily enough at an early age I also went through treatment I went through treatment when I was 21 and through treatment I did a lot of art therapy and expressive arts therapy and I realized I need to be doing this to 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 live Mm -hmm. and um because if I'm not exercising that that most important part of me then I'm not going to be a healthy person right so that's that and then I went back to university and did an art degree first in fine arts and then I got my master's in psychology because I was I was really wanting to help women in addiction and I wanted to use the arts to do that because I knew how important it was and a lot of people can't express uh, verbally like I'm much better express myself through art than speaking so
0: I, I love people's journeys in life you know and um, people denied what what made you who you are which sent you through addiction where you <laughs> discovered what you're really meant to be doing where you then went and got the tools and the degrees and everything to go back and help the people that are also struggling with who they're meant to be and what they're doing mm-hmm. and had you gone straight up and done the art and um, maybe you won't be on this path who knows what you'll be on but you know i just love the way the universe kind of you know okay i'm going to lead you here because this is where ultimately you're going to be but you're going to be doing this and doing that
1: yeah and in the early years it was it was you know the very early stage it was as why me why is this mm-hmm. happening to me And then later, it was like I am so glad this happened to me because I was able to connect um, to a spiritual place that I don't know if many people can unless they've gone through something very, very
0: difficult. Yeah. Yeah. The star of the show is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's giving his backside at the moment. (laughs) Oh, he's back. Oh, I'm not leaving. (laughs) Um. You know, art my, behind me is my daughter's art, which yeah. I want to very proudly. And, and I love her expression of art. And most of the time it's black and white and very kind of abstract and has different shapes to it. And that, it always tells me a story. And I find the story is very much a reflection of either what's going on inside of her or what's going on with the times. So art in therapy, especially for addiction, where sometimes people just don't know why they've gone down that road, you know, mm-hmm. why they've got this addictive nature. It's not that they want to be but they haven't found that expression. And art is a wonderful way of telling their story from the inside out, isn't it?
1: hmm exactly. And I was reflecting on activism this morning. I was, I'm writing another paper for a book, and I was um, kind of thinking, it kind of goes along the same lines as, it took me a long time to find out how to be the best activist I could be because there's so many different things you can do as an activist and when you first start you you think you have to do everything you know you need to be marching you need to be standing on a street corner with a sign you need to be doing all these things and it takes a while to find out okay I just need to follow my passion as well so I think that's that's where the books came in yeah um I wrote actually when Kingston was born I was looking for books where his identity was reflected and there was very little books I could find where you know there was little boys with brown skin and brown curly hair that were being activists. So that kind of, it started out that way. I started, um, the true story of the seal pup happened and that led me to write the first book. And then because we homeschool all this, he was doing a lot of activism on his own and I was recording everything he was doing through um, photographs and video. And uh, one day I decided let's put this together in a book. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it's why the second book came. And actually it's going to be the first in a series.
0: I yeah. love that face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what mother has not seen that face somewhere along the line, right?
1: <laughs> and all the, all the pictures, illustrations in the book are from real life photographs. So that's him actually, I usually, that's usually how I um, create is from a photograph that I've taken
0: right yeah of course we have you know the the other star of the show here too yeah right but i love the way that you've drawn it you haven't done it in the the perfect portrait type way you know it it captures everything that he is and and it captures you know what his spirit is about and uh you know it's you can almost see you know how sometimes when you see animation in uh, in a movie how it kind of looks like it's shimmering Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of getting a shimmering effect when you look at the art as if it's moving, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I use pastels for mm. this book. Uh, the previous book I did um, acrylic painting.
0: I mean, look at that one. If that doesn't yeah. move you, right? You know, yeah. move you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cool. You know, I've I've actually changed the word activism because of the connotation that can be with it. Um, to action, um, actionism.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, what we're, what we're wanting to do is people to get into action, positive action. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that judging or damning people or trying to make them feel guilty of something or, you know, is going to pull, propel them away from something and not towards. Mm-hmm. And I think it's invitation, inspiration and, and an ignition of their own consciousness and their own awareness because most people just simply are unaware aren't they
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's totally true <laughs> yeah
0: and if you can tell your story or tell his story and see the animals as he sees them you know as you say you, know, you look at this picture you know and and you look at the eyes and it's like mm-hmm. how can you not see the soul in there
1: mm-hmm. right and the story of her is that emily this is emily Yes. Yeah. This the story behind her. She's quite a famous cow that was escaped slaughter, and for forty nights and forty days, she was out in the woods, and everybody was trying to capture to take her back to the slaughterhouse, and she ended up being rescued in the end. So it's it's a miracle. Like it's, I put the rescue stories in there because um, it's really hard to fathom billions of animals being yes. exploited. But when you see the story of one individual, it helps put into perspective that they're all individuals, just highlighting. I mean,
0: just because they're in a different vessel, a different skin, you know, doesn't make them any less. I (laughs) I just realized my mic is up there, so my volume has been picking up. (laughs) Um, You know, they're just a a different container. And I don't know why it is as adults or as humans, we think that we're superior to everything. And, you know, and I think this is kind of an attitude that we need to get out of, because when we actually look at ourselves today, I think we're more disconnected than we've ever been. Mm -hmm. We're also seeing addictions of all sorts on the rise because people are not going and living from the inside out. They're not connecting Mm -hmm. to something important. Mm
1: -hmm. They're
0: not feeling life. They're rather running from life instead, aren't they?
1: Mm -hmm. And we can't like... You know, nowadays we're, we're being disconnected at a very early age with technology mm-hmm. and stuff. So that might have something to do with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we look at our kids today, I think there's a gene that they've been implanted with of a simple wisdom. You know, the way they see life and the simplicity of it is hard to argue with. And, you know, as adults, we think we're so intellectual. And then, you know, we realize we're... Um, we're not getting the bigger picture. They are, and they're they're simply getting it. It is or it isn't. They're not food, you know. Um, No, there is no argument about it. There can't be a burger today, cow tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you know. And and I think if we listen to our children today, that is a wonderful igniter of our consciousness, you know, Mm -hmm. of our soul awareness, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean...
1: I was writing about that today as well in, in this paper is when I had Kingston, um, I was pursuing a PhD and when I had Kingston, it, it put things into perspective. You know, I wanted like three letters after my name and <laughs> yes, <laughs> I realized that being a mother is like my PhD. And yeah. Yeah. And I wanted him to have what I didn't have. I wanted him to be able to question everything without me, you know, without a parent saying no, Um, I want him to be able to be led by his curiosity and his inner strength and his inner wisdom. And, you know, I think if we allowed that, everybody would be vegan because we wouldn't have that propaganda coming in that, you know, animals are
0: foods. Right. I mean, I understand, Mm -hmm. you know, in past centuries when things were hard to grow and seasons and, and people turned to to the meat of the land you know uh, but there was still a certain amount of honor in the killing and in, in the raising of the animals mm-hmm. it's really in the last 20 30 years um that we have now become manufacturers mm-hmm. of animals which is uh, so morally wrong on every scale there isn't one single box that it doesn't take off on the wrong scale mm-hmm. and it's so utterly inhumane and but what people don't understand is why you're digging your teeth into that juicy hamburger um, some poor terrifying animal was killed brutally for that and you're actually eating that animal's fear and pain mm-hmm. and terror because it is going to genetically come into you with that you know that substance you're taking in you know that vibration is transferred and we're seeing such a rise today in people that are so utterly stressed or more fearful or more traumatized and I see a correlation, but you as a therapist, do you? I, I've been saying that for
1: a long time. If you're ingesting the flesh of an animal that's been tortured and abused and murdered, its I mean, there's got to be a link there Yeah. on some level that it's, it's going to enter your body and have some ramifications.
0: It changes the chemistry. Yeah. I, and you're, you know, whatever... Mm-hmm chemistry or hormone or whatever is going on in there is is going to be raised Mm -hmm. and you are going to partake of that Mm -hmm. um you know i'm not 100 percent vegan yet i still love my cheeses and yes i know vegan cheese is great but um i'm still a little bit there and i do eat eggs now and again and occasionally fish but um you know i really try to abstain from the meat and Mm -hmm. um it's i think it's a lot of people when you talk about veganism Oh, I don't want to live on a lettuce leaf. But when we're looking at vegan today, even as opposed to 20 years ago, and all the incredible, you know, manufacturing of of foods, plant-based foods that are coming up that we're seeing in the supermarket, we're seeing everywhere, Richard Branson coming out with the, you know, vegan meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, look at A&W, um, with their vegan burger they are completely outfitted in BC. They can't get, you know, the supplier was such a demand. They haven't been able to keep up with it. So the, the message is there, you know, it's catching on at such a big level, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are understand, are realizing that our planet is, needs us to stop consuming animals because it's, it's destroying our, our planet.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the fact of it is like with, um, you know, um, cattle manufacturing, so I'm not going to call it farming, uh, the amount of water that it takes, um, the amount of grain that it takes to feed them could feed all the children in Africa, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's methane gas or something that comes off there uh, that's polluting and causing ozone problems. You know, it's there is, again, no box there that that is taking off and saying, yes, but it's beneficial. No. There isn't. Everything about it screams wrong on every level.
1: Yeah. And, and you were saying, you know, when you bite into that burger, you don't see the suffering. And I think um, there's a movement called the save movement. I don't know if you've heard about it, but people go and bear witness Mm -hmm. to the animals that are on the way to slaughter. And I've done that a few times. And I've found that connecting with an animal, like looking into the eyes, you see their soul. I mean, you see yourself reflected and it's, it's, A lot of activists do it um, to get more people on board to bear witness but also to re-energize their commitment because once you see that it's 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 really hard
0: to yeah well what you're looking at is this the Mm -hmm. you know the life of a pig in in manufacturing of animals as opposed Mm -hmm. to what it's really meant to be doing playing in the mud being a friend And so many people now are taking them on as pets because they're actually beautiful pets, aren't they?
1: Well, that's Penny. And she was, she fell off a truck when she was really little. And she lives on the island. She lives at um, Rasta
0: Sanctuary. Mm -hmm.
1: Have you been to Rasta Sanctuary?
0: No, I haven't. No, I'm still new to the islands. I'm still exploring.
1: It's a great place to go. She's there. And I saw her a little while ago and she's maybe quadruple
0: the size of that they do grow yes (laughs) yes and you know you've got to see one here which yes you know when you look at all the netting um of what's you know we we talk a great deal about the pollution of plastic in the ocean coming that's another story eco solutions folks we cover that Mm -hmm. Um, but you know when you're looking at the fishermen's nets and and the dolphins and whales and the seals and everything else that it captures and of course, let's not uh, forget um, Japan and its slaughter of dolphins, yes. which is, you know, um, we are not in the dark ages. We are smarter. We do know better. Mm-hmm. What is our fear psychologically of acknowledging that what we have done is wrong and that we need to change our, prop- uh, our practices?
1: I think change on every level is hard for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to. You have to go inwards. You have to take a look at yourself and have some capacity for self-reflection. And it's, it's a hard thing to do
0: for a lot of people. And yeah,
1: <laughs> I think that's
0: why. I mean, that's the reason why people really become addicted to things, isn't it? It's that it's a running away from oneself rather than embracing. I don't care who you are. You know, you can run as far and far away. You're always going to be with you. And if you make the connection from the inside out, you're going to be a much happier person than Mm -hmm. the constantly trying to run away from self. But that's, you know, with addiction, with many other forms, we're doing that all the time, aren't we? And addiction could be shopping, could be chocolate, doesn't have to be drugs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anytime you're searching for something to fill a void or Mm -hmm. to change your mood, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's time to think hmm, i think i need some self-reflection here
0: yes, yes and then that's when to find your medium for you obviously it's the art and obviously mm-hmm. um you know Kensington's. you know obviously his his actionism and mm-hmm. his passion and, and what he's doing you know is obviously a driving force for you but um just finding something either like art or music or, or maybe it's meditation or reading or in nature but you've got to find what it is that brings you back to your center don't you
1: yeah 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 and that could be that could be anything really
0: mm-hmm. yeah but that self-discovery as the station is called mm-hmm. is you know a lot of people are so afraid to self-discover but if you actually think that we are very exploratory creatures we love to discover mm-hmm. if we looked at it as our lives as an adventure of what could it be who could i be what could i stand for what could i mm-hmm. who could i serve instead of what can it give me, mm-hmm. what can it do for me. Mm-hmm. I think we would actually, in that self-discovery, discover a lot more about what our purpose is and what we're here for, and discover things about ourselves that we truly like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Yeah. When you support yourself in your your unique way of expressing yourself, then that, that's giving self-love to yourself. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I decided to do a show on, on you know, the core values uh, of ourselves. And, you know, it took me a long time to discover my self-love. I was always listening to the exterior of what people wanted me to be and what I should be without discovering who I really was and how happy I was just to be me. And I think uh, we are looking at a lot of media, well, TV, uh, expectations of, of what you've got to be, the latest bag you've got to have, the latest look you've got to have. Um, how you've got to be there for everyone else at the expense of you set a service mm-hmm. servitude. We, we need to change the message.
1: Absolutely. And it's not, it's not like, it's not an easy thing. Mm. It's a journey, right? Yeah. You know that. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely changing the message because we live in a society that's pushing all that commercial things that we need to have to feel better. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy to, to go up against that, but having a, a sense of community, other people that are doing the same thing as you helps. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it, it's a place where you belong. It's finding that meaningful purpose and a place where you belong. And then mm-hmm. you find, you know, you're around kindred spirits and kindred mm-hmm. souls mm-hmm. and it helps you. I think it gives you that liberty to even explore yourself even more. Doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I find that in the vegan community as well. Like once you find, you know what it's like. Well, if you're vegan and you go to a small town, you find a vegan restaurant. It's like you're jumping for joy. Yes. But it's like when you see another vegan in a yeah. room, it's the same thing. It's a sense of community. Like, oh, we're fighting for the same things. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daughter's getting married this coming month, and uh, it's a vegan wedding. And, wow. and vegan shower, vegan everything. Awesome. And she's just, uh, she and her fiancé have just come back from Scotland because he's Scottish and so she went to see mm-hmm. the Scottish family. And she's, yeah. she was blown away about how much veganism is over there. Really surprised mm-hmm. and like gained mm-hmm. five pounds with such good food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, people think, oh, I have to suffer, you know, to become a vegan, but you don't. No. You know, the, the, the rest, I've had many people on here with um, beautiful vegan recipes. Daniel Basson who uh, you know talks the vegan recipes and she's done a few different nationalities of the mm-hmm. foods because things like Thailand and India, I mean, this is natural, stable diet for them. Mm-hmm. And if we use our imagination and we're willing to explore, we really don't have to lose anything. We're just mm-hmm. losing what, what the product is, right? But we can mm-hmm. still have all the flavors and the tastes and everything else we want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when I discovered early on all the different foods like Thai, Malaysian, Indonesian, African, Caribbean, it's really, it all starts as a plant-based, like there's Mm -hmm. so many plant-based options in those, of that cultural way of cooking that there's, it's delicious
0: and <laughs> yes not so. you know, it's, you know, it's not about a lettuce leaf and a tomato although uh, she went to a wedding the other day and they didn't uh, take into consideration she was a vegan and she literally got a lettuce leaf and a tomato yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> you know caterers get with it you know um
1: mm-hmm.
0: my, my son owns a restaurant which i sent you the information mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and he's number one vegan in his area
1: Mm -hmm. It does help
0: that his sister and his girlfriend are vegan. But Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, the vegan and the vegetarian options that people are wanting. And it's sometimes it's driven by the animal care. Sometimes it's health reasons. Because Mm -hmm. there's been numerous people with health issues that have turned to veganism that have really helped them heal.
1: Yeah. And there's so much, there's a wealth of evidence, like science, scientific studies that says that a plant-based diet is healthier for you. You will live longer and not have diseases
0: like diabetes and cancer and all sorts of other things. Yeah. I mean, the sugar movie was another one, you know, like you've got to be, I think it's, you know, we're asking people to know who they are or what they're here for. What do they stand for to step into self, but to do it in a conscious way that, you know, no animal has to die for their dinner plate. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And uh, you know, that's all the skin for their bag you know, mm-hmm. um, or the other products that are, you know, in, in the lipsticks and in the jewelry. And a lot of that is people just are disconnected. They just don't equate, you know, with it. And I think, again, yeah. you're, you're not out there to make people feel guilty. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's about the education to raise mm-hmm. that consciousness for them to go, you know, I can't do this anymore. I have to change.
1: Yeah. And we live in a society where we're not seeing, we're not seeing all that. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's
1: a big there's a quite an elaborate system to make us not see that right yeah, yes. the factory farms are way out in the middle of nowhere and they drive to the slaughterhouse in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and we, we just don't we're not aware it's not mainstream media where we right. see what's really happening yes i think what's happening in the states right now with the floods is they're actually mainstream media is actually showing now yeah. all the capos and factory farms where all the I don't know if it's maybe millions of um, pigs and chickens that are being, that have drowned because of the flood.
0: I, I know definitely the, you know, the chickens, there's been over a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen recently on the others, but yes, I mean, it's, um, it's, you know, they knew it was coming too. So why didn't you move the animals? Mm-hmm. And it's also been astounding how many people left their pets tied up and just left them, you know, yeah, I, and, I can't understand that. They're your children. Would you leave one of your yeah. ch- uh, kids tied to a pole? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so for me, an automatic law. You don't get your animal back, and you never get to have an animal again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. I think when you look into the eye of an animal, no matter what it is, and you really communicate through the eyes, right? And you know, as you said, when you were when you were stroking your dog there a little while ago, mm-hmm. how it was calming for you. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. We we don't realise. Oh, all they do is they just, you know, you know, need a walk and poop and and eat. What do they do for me? Pay attention to them. They're communicating with you. They're loving you. They're working with you on a vibrational level that is exceedingly high. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was, I was going to say, yeah, we also need to work hard to change our laws because Mm. we still, uh, I mean, pets are property.
0: Yes. Yes. And we don't look upon them. That is, it is happening slowly. And I think, you know, things like social media of, um, you know, posting things of abuse. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, one of my favorite things to cheer me up is watching animal rescues and some Mm -hmm. of the extremes that people go to, to rescue an animal, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, putting their own lives at risk. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's always... can't you can't help but it just raise your spirit up and mm-hmm. way to go humanity <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and you know the true human being is that kind of person which yeah. is really beautiful and you don't have to go and put your life at risk to save the farm animals you just got to stop eating them
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah we, they need our help <laughs> yes they do and you know we know the consumerism drives everything the reason why veganism is up and the reason why it's in the supermarkets the reason why it's gathering momentum is because of movements like yours because of that awareness and the more we choose not to purchase you know eventually the manufacturing will have to go up because the clientele isn't there mm-hmm. we have the power in our buying power yeah we do yeah yes buy and demand yes yeah, you know, I love them. this, uh, you know, picture, like, you know, what can we do? Yeah. You know, his, you know his, his activism and actionism, I'm calling it actionism, and then saving yeah. the chickens. And, and he's very, very pro about this, isn't he? Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to see. Um, we see people that have a passion and a conviction, but they don't take it anywhere. And he's stepping outside and taking it and the Mm -hmm. fact that you're you're documenting it you know and you didn't put it in as pictures that you made it into art Mm -hmm. you know because now um this is for i mean it's beautifully visual you know and that really does speak visually to you which i think draws people then to the message but Mm -hmm. what a way even to get young kids going right from the word go before the words or something they need to think they can see the picture what's he doing Mm -hmm. mommy yeah exactly
1: (laughs) You don't even need to read it. You can
0: just, I mean, yeah. um, the pictures will ask you questions. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's open to the dialogue. And again, is that when you're answering that child, uh, you know, I, I remember my, my um, children are half Chinese and we went to a feast and, and it was, there was a whole pig put on the table. And my daughter said, why are we eating doggy?" Because it looked like a dog. Mm. And she couldn't eat it you know she mm-hmm. could to eat it and and it's you know it, it suddenly things become aware that you weren't aware before and i'm going back to awareness because most people live mm-hmm. their lives unaware mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah it takes i don't know a shift or something to happen to make us aware yes <laughs> or to start looking to start looking inside and asking questions i mean I grew up at a time, my younger years, when we were asking questions, we just didn't do it.
0: You're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I was in the era of children should be seen and not heard, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And do what I say. Yes. I grew up, well, why should I do that? Because I say so. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't hang it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. a, a kid goes, but but why do you say so? Yeah. <laughs> um. And we've got to come up with a better answer than that, don't we? Hmm. Yeah, we do.
1: Hmm. We've got to encourage young kids to ask questions and
0: be curious. Yeah. But we've got to listen. Yeah. We think that just because they're kids, they don't know anything. We have to pay them respect to listening. There's many folds in that. Not only it pays them respect that you're listening, it gives them a sense of value that they are being heard. They're not being dismissed. Mm-hmm. And it teaches them the skills of communication that will take through their whole lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so communicating through art. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you see people do very dark pictures and you know that that's coming from a dark space. But then suddenly, as they're going through life, you start seeing that color coming out. And you know mm-hmm. that there's something inside of them that's coming into life. And it's really quite beautiful when you see that, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember a time in my life when I was drawing um, skulls and crossbones. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> my daughter's got them tattooed on her, yes. Yes. <laughs> at least pretty they've got flowers around them yeah <laughs> yeah and was that the time that you were in addiction yeah
1: kind of like my early early teen years mm-hmm. yeah
0: a little Still bit you know the goth fair, going around at that time too yeah.
1: yeah it was pre it was pre-goth i would say i had i had the mohawk, like the <laughs> mohawk. and i lived in a very small town that didn't yeah, I was very
0: um, <laughs> the sorry. rebel. The rebel, yes, yeah. <laughs> and and of course, the more people call you that, the more you want to live up to it, right? Yeah, see, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm stirring it up here. um and in a small time you're you always wanting to buck the system aren't you and Mm -hmm. break free only to later on want to go back to that peaceful small town
1: exactly (laughs) yes i left at a very early age and moved to the city and now i want to go back (laughs) right
0: yes yes um you know you're you're living on the mainland and i've just Mm -hmm. recently moved here to victoria and you know i go home and i see everybody but i love coming back here yeah totally different vibe yeah and you know, vibrations is something that's really important which people again don't understand. You know, the animal, you see animals that are not meant to be friends, that they quote, quote, should be enemies because they're a different species. And you're seeing them loving each other and caring for each other or rescuing each other. I saw a beautiful video yesterday of, um, um I don't know if it was a duck, I'm not quite sure what it was, but somebody thrown some bread out. No, a bird, a big black bird. And it was picking up the bird, and this mouse was trying to come and get some of it, but too scared of the bird and ran back. So mm-hmm. the bird took a whole chunk of bread and went and took it over to the mouse to eat, mm-hmm. and then backed <laughs> off back to the bread. Now, if these two species can do that, if the bird can see the mouse needs the food, right, and and be that compassionate, mm-hmm. what's happening to us? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah
1: we need to take time to smell the roses we need yeah. to take time to breathe like and like you said bring it bring it inwards
0: yeah yeah and learn learn from nature learn from those kind of uh, observations of what animals mm-hmm. are doing you know learn from our children who just see life totally differently in a mm-hmm. far more harmonious way and I think Mm -hmm. certainly stepping out of the expectation of that we're only going to be happy if we have the big house, the big car, the, the stressful job, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, this
0: particular Armani suit or that latest look, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that's slavery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how to talk about veganism is what you've got here mm-hmm. which is it sets mm-hmm. up a whole conversation thing of how to introduce it yeah. and again because it's still a sensitive topic and people are going to be very guarding you so can't even mm-hmm. mention the word it's you know it's um you know how do you talk about it and i think it it, it, it comes into expressing how you feel about it without again the judgment or the damnation on the other side
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, you need, to, you need to have, like, a sense of your own, like, think about where you were. Yeah. You know, as a pre-vegan. Um, and then when you're talking with people, you've got to think about where they are and relate to them on that level without the shame-based yes. approach. Yeah. Well, so there's can... a, yeah. There's a page on there about kind of looking to see where people are at and how you can approach them.
0: Tips for self-care? No, which one is that one? That is twenty five.
1: Right. It's it's actually I base this on the stages of change, Mm -hmm. which is used in addiction treatment. Um. So you engage with a person um, based on their stage of change and what they're willing to do at each at each place. And so that's I base that
0: on that. Um, Yeah. If it can, if a person loves animals. You know a cat mm-hmm. or a dog horse or something like that and you go look at the love you have for that animal how does it make you feel mm-hmm. and i now imagine it being a cow or mm-hmm. a pig or mm-hmm. a chicken
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if there is no difference it's just a different skin but we place different value yeah on them yeah. and you know it it's sometimes just that little ha-ha moment isn't it mm-hmm. you know people don't yeah. need to be lectured they just need to be inspired or ignited mm-hmm. ignited which is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, in, as I said, the vegan community is really growing worldwide and we've mm-hmm. still got a hell of a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But the more and more different foods and different supermarkets you know, come in with the cheeses and come in with the alternatives and the recipes, and um, you know, that it, it changes everything because now people are realizing they don't have to give up
1: what mm-hmm. they love.
0: They're just changing you know, its source. Mm -hmm. and but they also realize that in choosing that path and not being a part of the you know of the animal eating world you know that the that i'm sure you know a lot of people go through the guilt why didn't i do this sooner Mm -hmm. or you know i'm sorry i ever did that but you can't do it again can't pick up that burger again can you Mm -hmm. once Mm -hmm. you've reached there but each person is going to take their own journey i know there's some people you couldn't even mention the word v never mind vegan Mm -hmm. you know and and, um or look upon animals as just you know Mm -hmm. they're there for me and you're not going to change their minds rather go for the minds that are willing to change Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then that you know that momentum will grow completely Mm -hmm. Are you still doing your therapy uh, practice for the art?
1: No, no, I'm not. But I'm looking at getting back into it. I've been focusing on the books the last few years. Um, I was wanting to say something about... um, Lost it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, is it about the animals? Is it about the food?
1: Uh, It was about... Oh, yeah, it was about... Veganism is the social justice movement of our time, I believe. Mm-hmm. And what what you discover when you really start looking at it is, there's systems of oppression that 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 can interconnect, right? And so, if you think about, I mean, veganism isn't just plant based diet. It's it's an ethical um, ethical reasons why one needs to go vegan, but also like the capcos and the factory farms are put in places where uh usually places where not affluent Mm -hmm. areas and so people that maybe are marginalized or don't have the same privilege that we do to uh stand up or for or for their voice to be heard right not many options yeah yeah that's where you see like the factory farms and the pollution and it's affecting their heart, their health, as well as a lot of people that are employed in the um, in the slaughterhouse business um, are people Suffering. that yeah, are marginalized people that may yep. be newly here to Canada and and don't have any other options for finding jobs. Yeah, so it affects a lot of people on an, in a lot of different levels.
0: Right. Yeah I, yeah, I hear there's a lot of post-traumatic stress from people who've worked there. They can't work there for long, you know, yeah. they're really conscious and, you know, then they've got to deal with it and, mm-hmm. well, why we just don't deal with it? We just don't have fear. You know, I remember doing a show with um, Greg Bauer, who has the farm sanctuary, you know, for mm-hmm. um, for farm animals, mm-hmm. and we were talking, you know, about You know, the question would be, what would you do with all those animals? Well, you would stop breeding them for a start. Mm -hmm. There wouldn't be so many of them around because they would be more pets or, you know, Mm -hmm. a different, uh, take on a different meaning altogether. Um, We would save the water, you know, we would save the grain, which would then feed more people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people think, well, what about that industry? It's so big. Well, as we talk about with every industry and just did a show this morning on um, the changes, of the industry that are coming along through the you know the history of time we've always had to adapt mm-hmm. to new system and new approaches yeah. and this is one right now and we're realizing as consumers we're gluttonous and we're you know degrading and we um have no conscience as long as you know we're okay jack and that attitude isn't okay anymore
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're
0: not happy we for all the what we have, we waste so much. Like in North America, could feed third world countries three meals a day with the amount of waste that we have. Um, um change is here upon us right now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so it's either go against it and struggle, or go with it and find that you really like the flow. Mm-hmm. And I, with all the changes in my life that have
1: been very difficult, something beautiful has happened out of those changes so and i think you know with animal agriculture there's alternatives there's Mm. better alternatives yes and probably more lucrative alternatives yes plant-based so
0: yeah 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 Yeah. and and you know this there's so many things out there you know that if you want the mimic of meat you can you know i'm Mm -hmm. actually quite happy just eat my abundance of vegetables about six or eight mm-hmm. at night and don't take away my mushrooms because <laughs> <laughs> they kind of got the meat texture, you know, which yeah, uh, right. you like. And, and, uh, when you put all those flavors of, of veggies together and, you know, and you're creative, it's really quite incredible what you can, mm-hmm. what you can eat. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the cashew based things, the cauliflower based things, you know, uh, the macaroni cheese, vegan you know all of these things are really great you think well how can you have that without real cheese try it mm-hmm. i have fish and chips with my daughter without realizing i was not eating real fish right you know? so yeah. it's uh, it's all very it's it's here it's in mm-hmm. the mind so we've got to change the mind and then we'll start mm-hmm. changing the practices right right Great. Right. Yeah. so uh, what's next for the two of you for our kings um, and um, going- and for you
1: yeah we're gonna go on a speaking book tour um we're gonna come to the island I don't I'm not sure exactly when probably a little bit before the winter season Mm -hmm. um and go up to the Okanagan as well Mm -hmm. and um the other book
0: is semi Have have you got it with you well I've got this one but I don't have the uh the seal one no i don't have it in front of me but we um, no, the next maybe. one
1: after this is in, it's in the works <laughs> a oh, lot right. of
0: it's up. right ready <laughs> to be downloaded <laughs> Yeah, and you know the thing is it, you know this makes a great gift it mm-hmm. really makes we've got christmas coming up
1: mm-hmm.
0: right uh, even a thanksgiving gift
1: you know and everybody and knows
0: a vegan <laughs> yeah well oh, the, the thing funny. is if you give this as a gift uh, and just don't harp on the veganism. Mm-hmm. Just a lovely story for grandparents yeah. to read to their grandchildren. As they're reading it, it goes, ooh, ooh, right? You know, yeah. they start waking up to things that maybe they hadn't acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And especially when the kids come, come around asking questions. Mm-hmm. What are you going to ask, answer? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a wonderful gift to give. I'd like to see it in the schools. And I hope yeah. that she's going to be doing some school tours yeah. and going yeah. into the schools um yeah, plan. <laughs> because who's going to really change the world of the children mm-hmm. right yeah. they're going to demand that we change um you know they're going to demand that we stop the practices that we do and so you know the more we empower them right now the more they're part of that change and we're just not going to see i think in the next term um, well, we're talking about the 10-year-olds and something today, so give them another 10 years to get, you know, everything in. <laughs> but the next uh, 20 years, I think we're going to see a massive amount of change. And veganism mm-hmm. isn't going away. It's on the rise. Mm-hmm. And we're here if people reach out to us on social media. They have any, they want recipes. If they have questions, we're Excellent. available. Um so, how do yeah. people get a hold of you? Your site. How do they get? What part? What is the Facebook so they can come and join you there? It's and and my, obviously, on, you're going to be posting where you're going on the Facebook, right? Yes, definitely, and on my website as well. It's JillianMeganWalters.com.
1: and that's the same for Facebook, um, Instagrams, Jilly Megan Mindful Space, and yeah, this is available on Amazon. Um, It gets released October 2nd, but you can pre-order it on Amazon right now. I've got a few hundred copies, less, less, yeah, about a hundred copies on me Mm
0: -hmm. to take
1: with me while we're touring. I've also donated some to the Rasta
0: Sanctuary and Mm. a home for hooves. Ah, lovely. Wonderful. And again, you know, this is a great present to give, you know, Mm. and you know what? Teachers... This is a great book, you know, I have a friend who is a librarian, she's retired now, but this is a great book to actually have in the library, mm-hmm. at school, you know, great one for the teachers to read, yeah. and uh, because kids are going to go home and educate their parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: and I think it's important for Kingston to be, you know, they can hear, he can go into the classes and they can hear his voice. Yes,
0: and definitely. Instead of, of preaching to them. Or <laughs> right, exactly. Too, but yeah. yeah. And, and what's his Facebook? Because I know he has his own. It's King Zoom the Vegan Kid. Right. And so, of course, exactly. everywhere you go is going to be posted on that as well. Yes. Right. Excellent. Well, you know, I, I really love the fact that Pooch is in every picture too. He's <laughs> clearly very important as a, yeah. the extended member of the family. And just, you know, understanding that, you know, all of them have got this beautiful wonderful soul vibration and they have hearts that are purer than ours and i think you know a little purification of our hearts and souls right now is definitely in play hello beautiful (laughs) you are so handsome he's got such (laughs) beautiful features is he going with you cuddle bug bug. yeah going with you on tour yeah
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) She goes everywhere with us. She's
0: got major anxiety. Yeah, right. Well, the anxiety has yeah. been apart from you. That's the, you know, she's yeah. got a job to do, right? It's between, um, you know, between you and, and Zoom, it's, you know, she's got a job to do and she wants to be with you and protect you. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes we're talking about you and you know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, whether this is a dog or whether it's a cow, look into the face and then, and then ask yourself, Right
1: yeah i re- yeah that's that would be my takeaway message is to see um step out of your comfort zone yeah um maybe attend a save vigil or other forms of activism get and get to know other people in the community we're yeah. very welcoming
0: <laughs> right? right and yeah. the other thing is is you know if you see something in the supermarket or in the stores and things that is vegan how about giving it a try yeah. and how about even going vegan two days a week and then mm-hmm. escalating it, you know, you know, nobody says you have to go cold Turkey, you know, be good if you could, but if you can't, you know, I'm still a little bit of that school and, mm-hmm. and just work it up to being a 90 percenter, and then you'll flip over to a hundred percenter. So, if, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, and try the recipes because nobody's mm-hmm. denying you good food. In fact, mm-hmm. you're actually going to be tasting better food right yeah that's for sure <laughs> yes yes veggies are wonderful stop giving them a bad rap <laughs> well this is wonderful so it's uh jillian yes and um and the same on facebook yes and then on facebook it's king zoom the vegan kid Yes. And so all the where you're going is going to be posted there. Please take a look, folks. Come out mm-hmm. to wherever they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Take a listen to him. He's quite inspiring. Mm-hmm. Pick up a book. Uh, you know, if, if you could say, oh, "I'm just buying it for the grandkids," fine. Have a look at it first before you go and give it over. Um, and just, just we just want you to wake up a bit. Wake mm-hmm. up a bit. And for whatever reason, be it your health, be it the consciousness, be it the, you want to be part of this, you know, actionism of making a difference in the world, whatever the reason is, you can do it slowly. You don't have to make a big loud noise about about it. Just start integrating it into your life for the right reasons and Mm -hmm. give it a chance because you really will see how it works Mm -hmm. and see what art does. You know, this is is an artist book for sure. It's Mm -hmm. got a message, but it's not just the words it's the art itself that is the invitation thanks and
1: on the topic of food Kingston has a uh, a YouTube channel and he 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 likes to make smoothies and stuff well last night he made creme brulee (gasps) vegan.
0: Wow. So that's one of my favorites. That. I got to watch that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. You know, so, you know, move over these, uh, these chefs, you know, King <laughs> Zoom's coming in. <laughs> Go to move yeah. over Golden Ramsey. Um, but if that's the thing is, you know, we, oh, I, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make it. Well, watch the YouTubes and, and see for yourself. Give it a try. It's yeah. just step out of the comfort zone. Be versatile. Be willing to explore. Mm -hmm. And you will see that step by step will suddenly become leaps. You're right. And that's, nobody's pushing you off the cliff here. We're asking you just to take the steps forward. And you can veganize anything. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing. And, uh, you know, and I wish the three of you good luck on the, on the, uh, the tour there. And I really do no, folks play seriously, you know, get this book out as a gift to you, to your children, to your grandchildren, to your teacher, Mm -hmm. for the classroom, you know, to um, whoever, you know, it's a wonderful book to go and give out. And you could be doing, oh, isn't it beautifully illustrated? It's all about animals. You (laughs) don't have to mention vegan, let them discover, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just a beautiful book to give and start the conversation because, Mm You're in actionism right now. You've done the book. You're going on the tour. The YouTubes and everything else. You're doing it. It's action. And that's all you're asking other people to do is step into action. Take action. action. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, bye, sweetheart. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) adorable. I miss the dog. Um, So you remember, folks. It's this is not a force. This is not a judgment call. This is not an anger thing at you. It's an invitation. Just take a try. Look at his YouTube's. Get this book. Start the conversation. And just be willing to explore and step out of your ignorance. Maybe your arrogance. Well, and most certainly your comfort zone because mm-hmm. we are the consciousness and we're the ones that have to change. So thank you, Jillian. And yeah. until next time, folks, bye mm-hmm. for now. Bye. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com podcasts and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.